did such a wonderful job. But if you have your Bibles, go with me to Isaiah uh, chapter uh, 54. Isaiah uh, chapter 54. We're going to pick up in verse 2. Isaiah chapter uh, 54, verse 2. Hallelujah. It says, enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand on the right and to the left. And your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Let's pray. Father, we honor you tonight. We thank you for 2015 was such a great year for kingdom. Lord, even how you allowed us to close the year out with the purchase of this facility. We thank you that you give us the desires of our heart. Now, God, we just ask that you speak in this service in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Before I release the theme, I want to share with you, you know, 2015 was a year of, of opportunities and abundance. And in 2015, we, I got plenty of emails and just talking to people in passing and talking to people in the altar, different opportunities that were presented to you, you know, on, on your, your job. And even in some cases, we had some people that lost jobs, but then God opened up a bigger door for them. Amen. I believe sometimes you'll set back. It's a setup for your come up. I believe sometime in life you need to have some setbacks. Come on, there's, I'm sure, if, we, if I asked everybody in this room, have you ever had a setback? Raise your hand. Right, right. Amen. But now when you look back over the course of your life, that was the best thing that could have happened to you. The best thing that could have happened to me when I was serving as a deacon and my pastor fired me, the best, that was the best thing that happened to me because then I started a church. Now, I had haters that said that I wouldn't last two years, but here we'll be 11 this Saturday, and the Lord has been good. Amen? But I had to seize my opportunity. Amen? And so, look what our theme was last year. Go to, go to Psalm 65 and 11 real quick. Look what it says. It says, uh, you crown the year with your goodness. How many of you saw the goodness of God in 2015? Amen? Listen, you probably say, well, God didn't do nothing major, but you still breathing. That speaks of the goodness of God. Come on, you didn't lose your mind. That speaks of the goodness of God. Come on, you didn't shoot nobody in 2015. <laughs> that speaks of the goodness of God. That somebody you was going to cuss out, and they even, you was justified to cuss them out, and didn't. That's the goodness of God. That's a sign that you didn't spiritually turn the corner. In other words, you've gained some maturity. Come on, somebody, that you made a decision. I ain't going to bite their head off. I'm going to give them a pass this time. Come on, somebody. Because the Bible says, he says, don't render evil for evil. For vengeance is the Lord's. He said, I repay. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't fully like that scripture. And I'm a pastor. And you say, Pastor, why don't you fully like that? Because it's in our evil nature to have a vendetta. Or oh, maybe y'all done super spiritual. Or, I don't even think like that, Pastor. Please. 
it crossed your mind too. Can I get a witness up in here? I put some sugar in their tank and see how far they get the work. <laughs> Somebody scream, but God. Thank God that we've taken on God-like characteristics. So you woke up this morning, speaks of the goodness of God. Look at the rest of the scripture. Look what else it says. It says, uh, uh, not only did he say, I'm going to crown you with the goodness. He says, and your paths will drip. Somebody say drip. With abundance. He says, I'm going to cause your, your paths to drip with abundance. We are a church that did over a million dollars more this year than we did in 2014. That speaks of the goodness of God. That, that speaks that, that we experienced a drip. One drip from heaven can change your status. You better hear what I just said. I'm going to say it one more time. One drip, come on somebody, from heaven can change your status. That's why Matthew chapter 6 verse 10 says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Watch in 2016 how heaven is going to collide with earth. Somebody scream, it's going down. Uh-huh, and, 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 and when I say earth, I'm talking about me and you because the Bible refers to us as earthen vessels. You are a vessel that came from the earth. You didn't come from Mars. You came from the earth. You came from the dirt. Come on, somebody. So he says, I'm going to cause your paths to drip with abundance. Now, all year, I could not hear from God on what the theme was going to be for 2016. So I told my wife, I need to get out of town for like seven, eight days. I need to get away from you, the church, everybody, the dogs, so I can go and hear from God. Sometimes you got to get away. And when I got to Texas for those eight days, God finally dropped in my spirit on what our theme was going to be. Now, let's look at this real quick. Look at this real quick. Look at verse uh, 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 three. Now two, two, let's go back to two. And he's going to enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. And then verse three says, for you shall expand. You shall expand. 2016 is the year of expansion. God is getting ready to expand. You better hear what I'm saying on tonight. God is getting ready to expand everything about you. Somebody in this building need to get God a praise for how he's getting ready to expand you. He's getting ready to expand you in ways you've never experienced him. He's about to expose you to a side of him that you've never seen before. Somebody need to give God a praise one more time in this place. Come on for 30 seconds and give God a hand praise for what he's about to do in 2016. Come on, eyes have not seen nor ear heard nor has it entered into the heart of man the things that he has prepared for them that love him. Come on one more time and give God a hand praise in this place. 
Somebody scream, expand me, Lord. The year of expansion. God is getting ready to expand you. Oh, you ain't seen nothing yet. You know, it's interesting. Somebody came up to me right after the 8 o'clock service uh, that we just had. And she said, look, pastor. I said, what's that? She said, these are my keys to my house that I got today before I came to church to my brand new house that I picked out the carpet. I picked out the tile. She said, God expanded me the, 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 right before the end of the year. We need to give God a hand praise for that because when God bless your neighbor, that means he's in the neighborhood. You ain't got to get jealous. We serve a big God and he owns a cattle on a thousand hills. Somebody give God a praise in this. Man, I tell you what. And I need some of y'all in 16. When you get your house, come show me your keys. So I can prophesy over them. That God to pay that thing off. Shoot. I had a 30-year mortgage. I got three years and eight months left. Come on, somebody. I know God will accelerate your blessing. Shoot. But check this out. These are the three areas that God put in my spirit when I was in Texas with just me and him. These are the three things that he said he's going to expand you in. He said, number one, well, look at this. The word expansion means to expand, to enlarge, to broaden, to develop. But these are the areas that he's getting ready to, to, to expand you in. Number one, God is getting ready to expand your faith. He's getting ready to expand your faith. Pastor, you mean my faith can be expanded? Absolutely. Listen, 11 years ago when I started this church in the fleet market in El Mirage, Arizona, the faith that I had then, I can't have now. Why? Because I had to have $1,700 faith for the swap meet. Well, our mortgage here is a little over $21,000 a month. That's not including payroll and everything else. We run $220,000 to, to sustain this ministry every month. So my point is that I, I, over the years, have had to expand. My faith has had to enlarge over time. Because I could have just said, we was going to cruise at the fleet market. We're going to just stay right here. But God was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Matthew chapter 25, verse 23 says, if you be faithful over a few things, he said, then I'll make you ruler over, over many things. He can't give you a Corvette till you pass the bike test. I want a Corvette. Did you, did you take care of your bike? Did you take care of that Nissan he gave you? <laughs> That's why Zechariah 410 says, don't despise the day. A small beginnings. I'm grateful for where God has brought me from. Oh, I was at the barbershop uh, today, had to pass by to swap me. I just smiled. I ain't going back there, but I just smiled at the goodness of God. Because you got to start somewhere. Amen? So when you get to your mountain, you'll appreciate it. Amen? But, but, but put up Romans 1.17 real quick. Because 
I believe that this is one of the areas where God is getting ready to expand you. He's getting ready to expand and enlarge your faith. Look at this. This is for, for, for in it, the righteous of God is revealed from, look at this, faith to faith. Somebody say faith, faith. to faith. He wants you to go from faith to faith. The faith you had in 15, you can't take in 16. God is trying to multiply. He's trying to increase. He's trying to broaden. He's trying to enlarge your faith. Put up, I like this scripture, Matthew 9, 29. Look at this. Matthew 9, 29. Look at this real quick. Look at this. Matthew 9. It says, then he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. So don't be, God going to do it. Yeah, he's going to do it with your help. He can only do what you release. In other words, you want God to move in your situation? You got to release some faith. When we moved in this building, and my, me and my wife were here with another bishop, and when he saw this, how tore up this place was, he looked at me and my wife and said, do you realize you got to put a demand on heaven to fix this place up? He said, because you're going to need a lot of money. I said, put a demand on heaven. I was like, so in other words, you're saying my faith is going to have to be enlarged. I'm going to have to broaden my faith. I'm gonna have, my faith is going to have to be developed to just believe that we can renovate the pews for 40000 And right now the church account only got $2,900 in it. And I'm up here telling y'all, he owns a cattle on a thousand hill. Somebody say, yeah. <laughs> y'all know I don't even preach like that, but. I'm up here telling y'all, you know, we, we got to do this and we got to make this faith move and ain't even got the money. But I kept saying it's in the house. And then I got people coming up to me, putting 10,000 in my hand, 20,000 in my hand. Had a lady in the back. She said, here's 150,000. She said, pastor, we need some air in the building. She said, I'll be back Thursday with another 100,000. I said, oh, you got about shake, God, about shut about a Honda. Shaka Khan, come on, somebody. I said, I said, Lord, you causing resources to be attracted to me because I'm smack dabbing your will because my faith has been enlarged and I'm believing you and I'm believing you at a level that I've never had to believe because I didn't have to believe. I didn't have to believe like this in the swap meet. Believing God for big things can be uncomfortable. you like, Pastor, this seems like it's easy. You, let me give you my job for a week. You'll be trying to go back to UPS. You got a guaranteed check. When I started this church, there was times me and my wife couldn't cash our check, but all the other employees, we like, cash up, we're going to hold all, on ours because it's not in there. And had to go back to eating Roman noodles and, and potatoes and drinking water, pastoring for two years, believing God. And then all of a sudden, I get blessed and folks want to look at me sideways. Yikes. You don't even understand. I'm saying yikes because I want to say something else. I want to cuss. But I'm going to do James 119. I'm going to be slow to speak and quick to hear. Because when people begin to see your success, they see your glory, but they need to know your story and where God brought you from. Where was you when I was pastoring in a cafeteria for three years and eight months and two days?
He wants you, he wants to expand your faith. Uh-huh. I put up 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. So we gotta, this is what we have to do in 2016, people of God. We, we, we had to walk by faith, not by sight. Sight meaning you can't live your life based on your emotions and, and your feelings. You know, it's interesting. We're going into 2016. What do we do for our 16-year-old daughters? We throw them a sweet 16 birthday. Why? Because this is, they've turned the corner finally. They, we, 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 we're, we're declaring that they've hit a level of maturity. They're even ready to drive a vehicle now. They're ready to get delivered from a bicycle. Come on, somebody. But my point is this, even our, even our society thinks that something happens within somebody's psyche at 16. I believe something is getting ready to happen in the atmosphere in 16, but it's according to your faith. You got to walk by faith and not by sight. Even when you're between a rock and a hard place, you got to walk by faith and not by sight. Even if you got more bills than money, you gotta walk by faith and not by uh, sight. If you're in the middle of a setback and there's been a delay on your blessing, you got to still walk by faith. In 2016, if you wanna see God expand you, you gotta put faith in the atmosphere. Hebrews 11:6 says that without faith, it's impossible to even please him. Put that, put that up, please, please. Put that up. Hebrews 11, 6. Hebrews uh, 11, uh, 6. Hallelujah. It says, without faith, it's impossible to please him. The only way you can please God is by having faith. For he who comes to God must. Somebody say must. Must means it's a necessity. That you believe that he is. What? A rewarder. How many know he wants to reward you in 2016? He wants to expand you. He's about, somebody's about to get a reward up in this. I feel something shift. Something's getting ready to shift in your life in 2016. Somebody needs to give God a hand praise for the shift. That's getting ready to take place in the atmosphere. Why? Because you're getting ready to release some faith in the atmosphere. You're about to walk by faith and not by sight. Somebody's ready to go from faith to faith. Somebody give God a praise one more time. Somebody scream faith to faith. Faith to faith. Faith to faith. You can't stay parked at a level of faith. Romans 10, 17, please put that up. Speaking of faith, this is how you get faith. That's why it's a blessing you hear tonight. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You didn't come here to get your ears tickled. You didn't come here to get, uh, come to uh, uh, connect with a personality. 
See, that's the problem with the body of Christ. We didn't got all these personalities now. We got all this charisma going on. And we've mistaken charisma for the anointing. We need the anointing. Isaiah 10, 27 says it's the anointing that removes burdens and destroys jokes, not personalities. Now, the man of God need to have a little bit of personality. You don't want to be under somebody that's boring. Come on, somebody. But don't get it twisted. It's the anointing that removes burdens and destroys yokes. You, you come here for one reason, because faith cometh by, and hearing by the Your faith increases when you're under the word. When you get connected to other believers, and when the word is going forth, Hebrews 4.2, and I'm gonna move on from the faith thing. Hebrews 4.2, look at this real quick. It says, for indeed the gospel was preached, like right now, the gospel is being preached, but the gospel is the good news. It says uh, 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 it was preached to us as well as to them, but, but the word which they heard, it didn't profit them because they didn't mix faith with those who heard it. It would be a travesty for you to run out of this building and say, the man of God said it's the year of expansion. God about to expand me. He about to enlarge me. But then you don't mix faith with what you heard. I've heard people say, God's going to do in you what he want to do. No, he ain't. You can abort your destiny by being stuck on stupid and parked on dumb. How many people in the Bible God wanted to do something with them, but they tripped? Saul. Samson. Do I need to continue? There's others too. Solomon. God told him, you can have all these women right here even gave him options a variety y'all ain't ready for me tonight y'all too spiritual so let's get to the bible because y'all know i know the bible he said you can have all these women solomon but these women the king james reversion referred to them as strange women because they served other gods he said leave them alone don't touch isn't it interesting that when you mess with strange things, strange things take place? Anybody ever mess with somebody that was strange? Oh, y'all laughing too hard at the... Baby, you hear all these people laugh? I be laughing too because I, I mess with some strange people too. I look back, I'm like... Oh. Yikes! That's what happened, man. You can miss your destiny. That's why the Bible says to not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. How can the Amos 3 3, how can two walk together? Unless they agree, you got to get connected to somebody that you in harmony with. Y'all are like minded, got the same beliefs. You understand what I'm saying? So, number one, in order for God to expand you, you Allow God to expand your faith. And you got to do your part because faith cometh by and hearing by the what? Word of God. Y'all didn't call it. I could stay on this faith thing all night, but because, no, put up James 2 and 20. James 2 and 20. Check this out. But do you want to know, oh foolish man, that faith without works 
is dead. You got to put works and faith together. Don't be, I'm just trusting God. I'm just believing. That's cute. But what you doing while you believe it and having faith? When we were purchasing this facility and we had to get a contractor, we couldn't just say, hey, um, can you volunteer your time? No. I had to work y'all and be like, hey, we got to raise this money. Because my man and his contractors on every Thursday, they want their check. They didn't want to hear no excuses. I couldn't say, we're a church. <laughs> they wanted their money. But faith without works in the Greek means action. If you want to see the hand of God move in your situation, sometimes you got to do your part. James 4, 8 says, if you draw near to God, he said, then I'll draw near to you. Which means that you got to take some initiative. You got to take some ownership. Amen? You just can't be sitting around waiting for somebody to hand you something. That's why 2 Thessalonians 3.10 says, if you don't work, you don't eat. That's why I got a heart for the working poor, but I ain't got a heart for folks that's just sitting around, not working. Go get you a job. in and out is hiring. Taco Bell is hiring. I worked at the Burger King right here on I-17 in Peoria. And she worked at the daycare about three blocks from here at what was it called? Small Wonders. How would God put us back in the neighborhood we grew up in? I wasn't trying to come over here. Somebody over there said, but God. But Psalm 37 and 23, put it up and I'm moving on to the next point. Look what this says. This is why we're here tonight. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Do not think you are in this building by coincidence. The world thinks we're crazy. You at church on New Year's Eve. Me and my wife just got back from Vegas last night. We were there for a couple of days. When we were leaving the hotel, the people were like, why you got your suitcase? So I'm going back home. They said, but we thought you came here because we're about to get it in tonight, tomorrow night. I said, well, I got to go get it in at church. I got two services to knock out. So I had my little New Year's Eve with my girlfriend for 25 years. I've been married for 22. And we came on back because we got business to tend to. Talking about kingdom business. But my point is that the world would think you are crazy right now. Put up John 15, 19, because you're like, really? The world think we kind of crazy? Yeah, watch. Watch this. Look at this, John. Then I'm going to go to my next. It says, if, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. Yeah, because you're not of the world, but I chose you out. How many know he chose you out? Word chosen means he summons you out. Now, we're, 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 we're not of the world, but we're still in it. Don't be crazy. You got to go work. Don't be one of them weird Christians either at work. Sitting by yourself and stuff. I just don't like the people I work with, but you got to still love them. If you were the world, the world would love its own, but because you are not of the world, but, but, the, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Then when you start going to church and getting committed to God, there's going to be some people that's going to hate you. Why are you over there at kingdom? Every time I turn around, you're talking about kingdom. So you take those kind of chances. But at the end of the day, let's make sure in 2016, we are working our faith. 
Because according to your faith, be it unto you. The second area, not only is God going to expand you in, in the faith department, but he's going to, he told me that he's going to expand your favor. How many believe God is going to expand your favor? Somebody scream favor. God is getting ready to expand your favor. Put up Luke 2.52. I believe God is getting ready to Luke 2.52 somebody in 2016. It says, and Jesus, he increased. He increased in what? Wisdom, which means insight. And he, and stature, which means even his reputation began to increase. Then it says, after his wisdom increased, I'll go back, it says, after his wisdom and insight, his reputation then he had favor with God and man. He had favor. Some people get spiritually spooky. All I need is favor with God. No, you need favor with man too. Because a lot of times it's not who you, what you know. It's who you know. Don't get, don't get spiritual on me. Sometimes you better, you need to know some people that know some people. You hear me? Listen, a lot of where we've gotten to is because I knew some people that knew some people. I met a realtor. We've been knowing each other for years. He says, but I know a company. He said, they're doing, they're giving loans to non-denominational non churches. He said, normally they only stick with one organization. He says, but I'm going to put you in contact with them. And he says, and I bet you they'll give you the loan. And that's the company we went with. But I didn't know that company out of Missouri, but I knew somebody that knew a company. You better begin to pray, God, send me some divine connections. In 2016, you better surround yourself with thinkers. Uh, you, I'm getting ahead of my message. Look at this other. So, so, so we, 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 he wants us to increase with, with wisdom, with insight and reputation. But he wants us to have favor with God and man. And man. Mm-hmm. Now look at this real quick. Uh, 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 put up Psalm 102, verse 13. Look at this other favor scripture. Look at this. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. Now when you ever see the word Zion in the Bible, it's referring to the church, the people. So it says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion. Has he had mercy on you? Mercy meaning he didn't give you what you really deserved. Can I, because we, we all in this building deserve the judgment of God. But he gave us mercy. Mercy meaning he gave us what we didn't deserve. And when you read the Lamentation chapter 3, verses 22 and 23, it says that his mercies are new. Every morning. Anybody just blessed that you woke up to a brand new mercy? Oh, I'm so grateful. Amen. Now look at this real quick. Look at this. Uh, 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 uh. Go, go, go back to the scripture, uh, Psalm 10. You will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, somebody say yes. yes. The set time has come. Now look at this. For the time to favor her. Who was her? Zion, the church. I'm telling you, 2016 is getting ready to be your set time. Look at what God did in 15. 
We saw a lot of sad times here and there, but I'm telling you individually, somebody in this building is getting ready to step into a set time. I decree and declare in the name of Jesus that 2016 is your set time. Somebody give God a hand praise in this building. Look at your neighbor and say, it's your time. But pastor, I got more bills and money. I got a word for you. It's your time. Pastor, it seems like I've been going through a setback in my life. Well, I'm going to say it again. Your setback is a setup for your come up because I believe it is your set time. It is your set time. I decree it in the name of Jesus. If God is blessing me like he's blessing me, I know that your blessing is right around the corner. Somebody in this building need to give God a praise for your set time. Look at somebody else and say, it's your set time. It's your set time. It's your set time. I believe if you say it, you will see it. We had church in here last year on New Year's Eve. I told you guys, these people gave us three years to buy this building. We buying it in the first year. If you say it, you will see it. I told y'all, I said, if we don't buy these air, air conditioned units, we all gonna die. <laughs> I said it, and we began to see it. All of a sudden, people start running down here, putting money on the altar. I wasn't even calling for offerings. Pass it, this for the AC. Even this $100,000 sound system, I told you all, I said, hey, listen, we've already paid 80000 for it. I need everybody to give $20 today so we can pay it off. We only owe $20,000. And the gentleman on this section walked up here and said, Pastor, here's a whole $20,000. He said, all you had to do was just say you needed $20,000. He gave a whole $20,000. I walked back in the office like, my God, this faith stuff worked. I guess faith equals favor. Somebody say set time. There's, see, when you step out, see, I wrote a book five years ago called Get Out the Boat. And one of the chapters I talked about, are you a dry boat talker or a wet water walker? That's why I respect people even in the world like your Snoop Dogs and some of these other folks that stepped out on faith and was selling CDs out the back of their trunk. They have faith. Even if you watch their little documentaries, they even pray before they go out on stage. Now, I know when they go out on stage, they don't say a lot of popular things that are eloquent and intellectual or Christian-like. But the Bible says, I'll reign on the just and the unjust. It is what it is. Because to me, just like a seed that would be put in the ground and it reaps a harvest, an atheist can do that because God still has to bless it because of the principle. That's why they will take 20%, 30% of the income. They got to take it, put it somewhere so Uncle Sam won't. They give the good causes. And the Bible, let's not talk about the Bible. The Bible says when you give to the poor, he says, I'll repay. He repays. Amen. That didn't say if you're a Christian. 
Y'all catching it. But at the end of the day, I believe God's getting ready to expand your faith. He's getting ready to expand your favor. Somebody's getting ready to step into their set time. Put up Psalm 30, verse 5. Psalm 30. My, 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 how could God give me this building on my birthday? What a present to unwrap. Have you ever had to unwrap a 60,000 square foot present? <laughs> you feeling me? That's why my wife, when we were signing, she says, honey, you don't seem excited. I said, because I'm blown away. I'm signing these docs on my 40. I started this church when I was 33 with her paycheck. And now I'm up here signing for three point something million dollars for a building that's worth almost six million dollars. And we're not even 11 years old as a church making these faith moves and trusting God and, you know, put, put up Psalm, let me, put up Psalm 37 and four. Let me, let me help somebody real quick before I move to this third point. Look at this, Psalm 30, I'm sorry, 37 and four. Psalm 37, let me help somebody real quick. Psalm 37 and four. Delight yourself in the Lord. That word delight means take pleasure in him. Also in the Lord, and it says, and he shall give you the what? The desires. Do we really believe that? I believe in 2016, he's about to give you the desires of your heart. It's your set time. This is the year God is getting ready to expand you. God didn't, he, he took, when I went to Texas, he really spoke to me. Because I don't come back with just, the, the 11 things that I've given have all been from me putting my ear to the ground. I'm not calling other pastors saying, Doc, what God say to you? Now I've had other pastors call me. Can I get a witness? They, the phone been ringing. Man, I ain't even got a word for my New Year's Eve. I said, I'm praying for you, man of God. Said, Come on, Steele, what you about to drop on your people? I said, the year of, I don't know. Because you ain't still in my theme. Go hear from God. They have though. I learned in 2011 when I told them the year overflow, I told them all my friends and calling them. Next thing I know, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Year overflow in Detroit, overflow in Cleveland, overflow in California, overflow in Colorado. And they up there dancing and shouting like God. I said, God gave that to me. They thieves. <laughs> it's crazy because all my pastor friends they always tell me still seem like you always a year ahead of us when it comes to these themes it's just the favor of God but God's getting ready to expand you in the faith area he's getting ready to expand your favor put up one more favor scripture put up Psalm 30 verse 5 and I'm going to show you the last thing where God's going to expand you for his anger is but for a moment isn't that a blessing then it says his favor is for life. His favor is for life. If you don't hear nothing else I said tonight, know that his favor is for life. And a lot of times favor is not predicated on what you do all the time for him. There are some people I know that's crazy and got favor. Living a lifestyle contrary to God, but they got favor. Anybody know anybody like that? Hugh Hefner. You can say what you want to say, 
favor is on his life. But the word of God says, what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Now, we know God wants us to have things as long as you don't let things have you. Matthew 6, says, seek ye first, somebody say first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And then it says all these other what? Things, things, things. Because see, I grew up in church where they would tell us God wants you to have holy hands and empty pockets. The devil is a lie. I don't preach a broke gospel. God wants you to have faith, favor, and some finances. Which leads me to my last point tonight. God wants to expand your finances. Put up Genesis chapter uh, 26 and 12. There it is right there. These are three areas where he wants to expand you. Faith, favor, and finance. Now put up this. Isaac sold in that land. And he reaped in that same year. Somebody say that same year. See, you're about to sow in 2016. And you're going to reap in that same year. How in the world I empty out my retirement to put on this, the payment on this building and 11 months later we own the place. You know how uncomfortable it was for me to pull from my retirement? An average pastor retires with $20,000. How many know the devil is alive? Y'all ain't about to do me like that. Had me walking out of here at 63. I started church when I was 33. Y'all got to deal with me till I'm 63. I am not skipping out of here with no $20,000. 20 million? I'm prophesying. Because I do get preaching engagements in other countries, in other states. Come on, somebody. It ain't all going to come from you. It come from God anyway. <laughs> I got my third book coming out too. And by uh, Easter, shoot. That thing about to go all over the world. 52 prosperity promises from God's word is the name of the book. Amen? But, but, but look at this. Look at this. Go back to my scripture. Isaac sold in that land and he reaped in that same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the Lord blessed him. And I grew up in that mess about God wants you to have holy hands and empty pockets. No, baby, money give you options. The difference between a broke joker, come on, and a rich joker is options. And God wants you to have some options in 2016. You should be able to be like, I don't know if I want that house, honey, but I'm thinking that one. Man, let's just get both of them. Let's rent the other one out. Somebody screamed, that's faith. And you have faith, you have favor. Look at this. Look at the rest of the scripture. Look at this, verse 13. The man began to prosper. This is after he sold. He began to prosper. And he continued prospering until he became very prosperous. God wants you to have holy hands and empty pockets. The devil is a liar. The word prosperity is in the scripture three times. Somebody scream very. Very means lack wasn't on his radar. God wants to expand your favor. He wants to expand your faith. He wants to expand your finances. And if God blesses the church and you make up the church, 
when you bless his house, he has to bless your house. Amen? He has to. That was a faith move going in my retirement. Now, I go into retirement, make the faith move, and then here we are, not three years later, but 11 months later. Only. Your obedience to God will take you places that will make you scratch your head. I'm blown away by the goodness of God and what God has done in this season of our life. I know I've been talking about a lot, but we just purchased it last Thursday. And I'm just like, God, you got be kidding me. He said, but you have faith. He was telling the people, if you say it, you'll see it. He said, you preaching all that faith stuff. What you think I was going to do? Okay, God, because you know how all of us got two people in us? Yes, I'm pastor still, but Reggie's still alive and well. And every once in a while, Reggie and pastor still have arguments. Oh, don't act like y'all ain't never had an argument. Can I get a witness up in here? Somebody help me out. All of us have had them two people arguments. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Even some of y'all came in here arguing tonight with yourself. Am I going to the club or am I going to kingdom? Some of y'all's like, I'm going, I'm a, y'all had to speak in tongues on your way here. Phone just going off, all your homies calling you. Some of y'all say, I'm just going to church and I'm going home. Some of y'all say, I'm going to church and I'm still going to the club. <laughs> I got to finish this up because we're going to be in this new year in 15 minutes. But isn't that interesting that he said, he became very prosperous. Now look at these other three things. Look at this. So this is where God's going to expand you. He's going to expand your faith. He's going to expand your favor, which means he's going to enlarge, broaden, develop your favor, your faith, and your finances. But isn't it interesting that look at this. Go back to verse 2, Isaiah 54 and 2. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. But it says, and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. In order for you, God to expand you, you got to be willing to stretch. When I played sports, the worst thing I hated was stretching. Who wakes up in the morning and has an appetite to stretch? Raise your hand. I just want to stretch. I got one hand in the back. Bless you. Bless you. Two. None of y'all in this building is waking up in the morning. I can't wait to stretch. How many former athletes I got in the building? You knew before a game you had to stretch or else you would get a cramp or you would tear your hamstring. But you hated because you were so anxious to get out on that field. Come on, can, and, 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 and get you a touchdown or, 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 or knock somebody silly. But nobody has the word stretch on your radar. But in order for God to expand you, you got to be willing to stretch. God's going to stretch some of you. I got a business on the inside of me, Pastor, but I'm just comfortable right now. God is trying to make you stretch. It's time to stretch your faith so your, your, your reach can go further. Amen? So in order for God to expand you in the faith area, 
In order for you to be stretched, in order to see finance and favor, you got to be okay with being stretched. Sometimes God will make you feel uncomfortable. And then look at this. Let the, stretch out the curtains of your dwelling. Then it says, do not spare, which means don't hold back. Don't hold back. Sometime in life, you got to take risk. If you want what God says you can have, you can't hold back. Why did the disciples stay in the boat? Because they were comfortable. They played it safe. But one of the disciples named Peter, when he saw Jesus, he got out the boat and started walking on water. He made a decision, I'm not going to hold back. Now, this is interesting. Because he took his eyes off of Jesus, he began to sink. But my point is this, at least he got out the boat. My thing is, even trying speaks of faith. At least try. If you're going to fail... Fail trying. I want to go to my grave saying, man, that dude, he did some, he made some, took some, he took some risk. He stepped out on a few maybes. Even some of you as my, my followers, my sheep, some of you was even like, what pastor doing now? We shutting all the canvases down and telling us we all moving to Phoenix to Sunny Slope. I mean, Sunny, or Sunny Slop, I'm Sunny Slope. Now, what's interesting is I got a magazine about two, three months ago that this is going to be the hotbed of Arizona between now and 2020. So I love how God has put us right here in this region, put us right in this zip code, and he's using us to put a spiritual facelift because the natural facelift is coming. That just means that the equity is about to... And see, you got to remember... When the equity in the church goes up, that means your equity going up. Some of us in this building, come on, your credit is shot. Some of us, oh, but because you got equity with God. Because your credit is good with him. Some people looked at your stuff cockeyed like, we saw that on your credit and we, we're just going to give you the keys anyway. We don't know why we're doing this. Anybody been there before? Like in 2008, when I bought my house, it was on the market before that for like 1.1 million. But when the economy crashed, half off. I told them, hey, they dropped down to 456. And I told my bank, they approved me for 439. I told the people, the Richmond American, I, got, I can do 439. They said, done deal. They didn't even say, no, normally we gotta get back with you. We gotta have a talk with somebody else. And no, it was like, done deal. 26 days later. I don't know how many times me and my wife broke in that house before we bought it, saying, Lord, please, don't let nothing pop up on our credit. Lord, our credit is good with you. Lord, we need you to do exceedingly, abundantly above. Lord, you said you would give me the desires of my heart, Lord. You said if I delight myself in Matter of fact, I ain't even quote all that scripture. We quoted what Psalm 37 and 4. Look what verse 5 says, though. Look at this. So he says, I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. Uh, uh, uh. But look at this. It says, delight yourself in the Lord. I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. But look what verse 5 says. Look at verse 5. Commit. See, you being here is a sign that you are committed to God. You might not be perfect, but at least you're trying to give a perfect effort. When it comes to serving your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because you could have been committed to the club tonight. You could have been committed to a halfway house. 
But the Bible says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall, he shall, he shall. Shall means without doubt. He will bring it to pass. There are some things that God is getting ready to bring to pass in 2016. It is your set time. If you believe God can bring it to pass, somebody give God a praise. And My God in heaven. God will bring it to pass. What will he bring to pass, pastor? Your desire. Your desire. If you commit your ways to him, if you trust him, he says, I'll bring it to pass. You ain't got to worry about man bringing it to pass. He said, I'll bring it to pass. I'm here to tell you. That if you begin to stretch, if you begin to spare not, don't hold back. Go for broke. I believe this is your year. I believe it's my year. 15 was a great year for me. Oh, but I know this ain't good English, but it's gonna get gooder. If you believe that, come on and give God a hand praise one more time in this place. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, get ready to expand. Get ready to expand. Let me pray for you. Father, we thank you for the word today, tonight. Seal it in our hearts, oh God. We thank you that 2016 is a year of expansion. We thank you that you're going to expand us, that you're going to enlarge us. You're enlarging our faith. You're enlarging our favor. You're enlarging our finances. I speak that. We thank you that it is our set time that you're going to give us the desires of our heart. We thank you, Lord, that if we continue to release our faith, we will see your hand move in our situations. Because you said in Matthew 9, 29, according to our faith, 